Hey, 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 frenzies, and welcome to episode 24 of Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher. I'm your host, Jessica Martin. I go by the Whimsical Teacher Online, and today's episode is going to be all about intuition. It's something that my intuition told me I should talk about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got you good with that one. But no, seriously, it's been on the back of my mind, intuition and like when we should follow our gut and when we shouldn't, because I am a person that gets a lot of, you know, I feel this in the pit of my gut and I tend to ignore it and go with a more rational choice. So I just thought, well, where does that really get me? <laughs> We should do an episode about it and see if anyone else feels this way too. So let's get on with it. Are you feeling a little burnt out and exhausted this school year? Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher podcast is here to get you through the hard weeks. We will be tackling tough topics while addressing self-care tips and tricks to help you live your best life. I'm your host, Jessica Martin, a coffee drinking teacher and tech coach working on my own health journey as I pursue happiness in my teacher life. I am so happy you're here with me today, and I can't wait to share all the things with you. Let's get on with the show. Okay, before we start, I wanted to read one of my reviews on iTunes. It's very exciting. Uh, this one comes from Chantelle Kirk. And it says, this podcast came at the right time. This is my first year back teaching after a stress leave. And I've been very proactive and taking care of myself and avoiding burnout. I appreciate how you cover such a variety of topics. We teachers spend the whole year, school year, focused on child-centeredness. But your podcast gives, gives tips on how we can work on our own selves so that we are healthy enough to teach our students and interact with others. Thank you. By the way, I would so love a t-shirt to rock. <laughs> I did have a bit of a t-shirt contest going on last month. So Chantali, or uh, I don't know, I'm not exactly sure how you say that name. But if you're listening, you need to message me because I'm going to send you a t-shirt. I want you to have a Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher podcast t-shirt. So please message me on the Whimsical Teacher and give me your address and I will send one out to you. Thank you so much for leaving this review. Okay, let's get on with the show of intuition. Welcome back to episode 24 already? Two dozen episodes, wow, of Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher. I am your host, Jessica Martin. I go by The Whimsical Teacher online. And today's show topic is going to be all about intuition. I don't know why it popped into my head, but I'm like, when intuition pops in your head, you should use your intuition and start to talk about it. <laughs> so anyway, first I wanted to give you a baseline definition of the word intuition in case you aren't familiar. So psychologists usually define intuition as immediate understanding knowledge or awareness derived neither from perception nor from reasoning. So it's sort of this automatic effortless feeling that motivates you to make a decision or to perform some kind of action, right? Like it's a gut feeling. It's something that we can't really explain, like something that we haven't had time to think about very much. Some people might even say like fight or flight, something bad happens 
and you decide to either fight it or you run from it, right? That's your intuition kind of like, oh, what am I going to do? An instant response to something without thinking about it very much. Um, I think as teachers, we often have an intuition about our students. And it's really sad because I think a lot of times that intuition is that they're having a hard time at home bad things are happening at home. And it's really hard like to go through that as a teacher and just know that there are bad things happening. But because of our social services system, because of the way our school system is set up and public education in general, it's so hard to help those kids. And you need so much evidence and proof to actually help someone. I mean, it's sort of gut-wrenching when you think about it, like we're on the front lines of being able to help those who need it the most, but there are a lot of barriers in our way of actually helping people. And I think sometimes this can mess up our own intuition about our personal lives and decisions we want to make because we're constantly using our intuition with kids. You know, like we have to make these split second decisions in the classroom about, you know, activities, curriculum, shifts in the way that we're thinking, different things we can do to help children. But then we're also kind of fighting off our our intuition, knowing that, you know, maybe bad things are going on at home with kids. And it's like, it's a very, it's a job full of using your intuition and full of using your gut instincts and, and just, you really have to know yourself well, but sometimes you can kind of go on autopilot because unfortunately, like I said, when you really want to help someone, there are usually so many barriers in place uh, that you can't really help them. I mean, usually, I, and I don't have to tell you this if you've been a teacher for a while, but if you suspect abuse or neglect, you have to come up with so many pieces of evidence for that. Like it has to be really, really clear. It can't just be your intuition or a gut feeling that something bad is happening, even though our gut feelings are usually right. <laughs> So it can be kind of a frustrating profession where you see these bad things going on. And even when you have evidence sometimes um, of, of trauma or something bad happening to one of your students and you go to your administrator with that information or social services or who, however your reporting system is like, a lot of times, you know, nothing really gets done because there's just not enough people, there's not enough helpers uh, out in the world uh, that get paid to, to rescue people from bad situations. So and I know if you're listening to this right now, you probably have a dozen kids in the back of your head that you're just like, oh boy, I know this one was probably not having the best home life. You know, you're nodding your head right now like, oh, you just wish that there's more that you can do, you know? So anyway, what I want to talk about is just how when you're using your intuition all day long with kids making these learning decisions and maybe you're fighting off intuition about what you think is going on with them at home, Sometimes you get a little lost and you don't really use your own intuition skills for your own life because they're being overused in your professional life. 
And this is something that kind of I've kind of known in the back of my head that like, oh, my own decision making skills are sort of weakening because I'm using them so much in my day to day profession that sometimes I don't really make the best decisions for myself or I don't really go with my gut because I'm tired of using it all the time. (laughs) right? Like I'm tired. Like you just get so emotionally exhausted from helping people all day long that when it comes to the time to help yourself or help a family member, sometimes you're just worn out and you just do, you know, what you think you should mentally or emotionally. And sometimes you're not really listening to those gut feelings. And so I wanted to do a show just to take care of you and your gut feelings, your instincts, just how can we make them stronger when they're being used all day by everyone but us. Um, Something to keep in mind, uh, this is kind of a fun article I was reading. I think I was reading this on the medium app. Um, it's a really, really cool news source. So I was reading about how so many of our scientific discoveries were accidents by scientists following a hunch. And a hunch is really a gut instinct, right? So they are so important. I mean, I can only imagine how many diseases have been cured or medicines have been created from people just having a hunch that maybe you know, these different chemicals would work together, or maybe the cause of this is fill in the blank, and just trying it out, right? Like, scientists are very good at, like, having a formula for their hunches. Um, And it's something to kind of keep in mind. I know they, they also mentioned in this article, when you're going to buy a car, you know, sometimes you just have a hunch that, you know, this is the right car for you, or maybe the opposite feeling like, oh, you know, the, the, salesperson is pushing this car on you and you just have a feeling in the pit of your stomach that something is wrong with it. And nine times out of 10, there is something wrong with it. So, and there, there is a lot of scientific proof and evidence that, uh, we like our hunches are real and our intuition is real. And that's why we just shouldn't ignore it. We shouldn't use that intellectual voice in our heads telling us, no, 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 just go the path. You know what you're supposed to do. You know, the little voice that comes on and tells you that your hunches might be wrong. Um, it's usually not the case. And you can read up on that. It's really, it's really an interesting science on how it all works. Um, So what I was reading about today is just like, how can we sort of balance our heart and our head? You know, like, how can we balance, you know, something that we we make a decision and we research something, but then our heart, our insides are telling us something different. What can we do to just better our intuition to maybe make better decisions for ourselves? So let's go into that next. Okay, so we want to find a way to take care of our own intuition. And I think when it's being overused in our profession so much, it's hard to change it for our personal lives, right? Like sometimes, sometimes teachers have a hard time making decisions in their personal lives because we're making so many decisions throughout the day. So these three tips I just read about, And they made a lot of sense to me. So I thought I'm going to share them with you and kind of give you a little input on each one. So first of all, you have to recognize that your intuition is real and put it front and center and recognize the intuition of other people. Like if you're on a team of people and someone says, I have a hunch that 
blah, 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 blah is happening. Or maybe it's your spouse or maybe it's your child or someone else in your life is saying, I have a hunch. I have a feeling. So often we're quick to kind of say, oh, well, it's just a feeling. So, you know, a lot of us just brush those off because we we always want the scientific proof. We want the hard facts. We want the research. We want to know that you Googled it. <laughs> Right? Like we we want to know that you researched whatever it is you're trying to sell to us. We don't want to know that it's a hunch or a feeling. But in order to strengthen our own intuition, we have to recognize that it is a real thing. There's a lot of proof that it that it's legit. I was reading one study where people they had this these two groups of people and you know one group uh they were buying things that um they researched and they were making like okay i researched this i'm going to buy it and then i'm going to use it and then they had another group of people that just went on an impulse buy and just bought something right like no research no thinking just like i want this and then they just spent their money on it and the people that did the impulse buy um they were 60% happier as a whole group with their purchases than the people who actually researched so there is a bit of like following your gut can sometimes be a good thing for you. And I know when I look back at some of my bad decisions, they were definitely things I did not follow my gut on. They were things I thought I should have been doing, things other people told me to do, things that I researched a little too much. And those are some of the things that I actually regret. So anyway, just First of all, you got to recognize that your gut feeling is real and it means something. Next, it says you can strengthen your intuition by using this thing called a snap judgment test. So basically, when you're trying to make a decision, you write the question, you know, should I leave my job? Should I you know, buy a new car? Should I move to France? Right? So you have like these big ideas. Should I go back to grad school? Should I switch grades? Uh, should I have another child? So you think about these ideas. Um, you write them in question form. And then you just leave it alone. Like you have your question on a piece of paper. And then you go go do something else for an hour or two. And then come back, look at the question, close your eyes and then just just write your answer, yes or no. You know, like don't give yourself any time to think about it at all. This, what does your gut say? Like really try to read your gut. It's a yes or no question. You should know within three seconds if this is a yes or no answer. And that is your intuition. And that is you practicing to use it a little bit more in your personal life. And then the very last uh tip on this, the short list of how to strengthen our intuition is, and I love this, I'm just going to read it to you. It says, intuition can't flourish in busy, noisy environments. So like if you're at work or at home or on your commute, and things are really messy or noisy, uh, your intuition kind of gets clogged, it needs a very quiet, relaxing space in order to work. 
And um, some people just find a quiet place to go that's like not very cluttered. Um, I know for a while when I was commuting, I feel like I was making some of my best decisions in the car on my way to work because it was like this really quiet, relaxing space. And I had 45 minutes to just sort of feel my, my gut reactions to things as they came up in my head. So, and I thought of some really great lessons during that time. And I made so many positive, um, productive decisions during that time of my life where I was commuting. So, um, that was also saying that you could, you know, reflect afterwards, like after you're, after you find your quiet space, uh, try journaling or even taking a walk, um, start meditating, uh, start looking up the art of being mindful. And these things can get you a little more in tune with what your gut is saying. And I know a lot of times for me personally, I just sometimes it feels like my heart and my head are living on opposite sides of the country. <laughs> like they're not very in tune. Like I'm not in tune with my body my feelings, my needs, and things like meditation and exercise and cleaning up my area. Those are the things that make me feel more connected to my heart and my gut instincts. So maybe some of those things can help you too. The whole point of my podcast is just to help teachers feel healthier and happier because it's such a stressful job. And I don't think that most people really understand how stressful our life is as as a teacher. It's, you know, as teachers, it's, it's a it's a tough road to walk. And you got to keep practicing self care, you have to keep on looking for ways to make yourself happy, or you're going to burn out not only professionally, but in your personal life as well. So I hope that some of these things um, resonated with you. And I hope that you can use some of them. And maybe that this week, you'll start asking yourself, you know, is this a gut feeling? Is this my intuition? Can I use my intuition for this decision and just go with it? I, I do think it's a good thing. And usually when I think about big decisions in my life where I've used my intuition and just gone with them, I usually don't regret those nearly as much as some things that I've researched. So there's definitely something to it. I know it's a little woo-woo, but if you're here, you're probably a little woo-woo anyway. Let's just face it. <laughs> Okay, I love all of you and I hope you have a great week. So long, frenzies. You've just finished listening to Healthy Teacher Happy Je Happy Jessica. What? <laughs>